These are Bora Voices. indescribable to most. It can be any and every feeling in the world, whether it be sad, happy, or jealous. Love is not supposed to be deadly. Love is affectionate and protective. Love is not physically dangerous, and despite confusion, love is not infatuation or obsession. Love is communication and mutual understanding. Love is scary. Love is not the type of scary that makes you fear for your life, not the type of sad that causes you to be someone you aren't. What once was love can fade away into nothing. Love is a range of emotions stemming from a place of comfort. My name is Dylan King and I'm here with Muto. Now, Muto, are you currently in a relationship? No, no, I'm not. Okay, and how does it feel knowing that you may be forever alone? Honestly, I don't think it's that bad. Cause, you know. And wh- what makes you say that? Don't you feel like you would like gratification? Yes, but girls are trouble. Yes. <laughs> Drama, everything. <laughs> okay, and what about girls are trouble in your opinion? Uh, just everything about them. They're so needy. Like, they need to take a step back. Yeah. Okay, in your opinion, what's the number one problem that you have with girls? <laughs> hmm, that would probably be... Finding something to do with them. Yeah. Like, they're so indecisive. Yeah. Like, asking them if they want to go get something to eat. You're like, hey, like, this place is pretty good. And they're like, no, I went there that other, like, two months ago. And, like, <sighs> okay. Well, Muso, is there anything you'd like to say before I end this? Girls, you guys need to be better choosers. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, this is Ruben Ward from your podcast club, the Bora Pridecast, and today I'm doing a short little interview with the remainders of what used to be the GSA club at Bora High. Um, In case you don't know anything about the GSA club, um, I think for Bora it stands for Gender Sexuality Alliance, Um, and so it's a safe space for anyone, anyone in general, no matter what you identify with in any way, shape, or form. Um, specifically revolving around the LGBTQ plus community. So, yeah, hope you enjoy. Uh, we have some guest interviewees today. You want to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Emma. I'm Jax. I'm Devin. Um, yeah, so we have three people to ask questions, so that's pretty fun. Um, first question, uh, why do you think our GSA club is so important? Because it kind of has fizzled. Uh, this semester, and so I'd really love to see it come back, but what, in your opinion, what makes it such an important part of our school? I personally think GSA is an important part of our school, mainly because people who are coming out or are currently in the closet and haven't told their parents or anyone that they know or are closely friends with 
they usually look for a safe bond because I did that before I, I came out as Devin because um, I am a trans female transitioning to male. But I definitely think that if we did bring GSA back, it would definitely be, I think, more geared towards everyone and hopefully we could stay more close together because I know a lot of stuff happened within our group, so... Yeah, Any, anyone else? I think that GSA is kind of a cool place because, like, there's a lot of places where you can go and you can feel safe, but there's not a lot of places where you can go and you can feel like people who aren't actually related to you are, like, family, yeah. which is a really cool thing because whenever I come to GSA, I know I can make any weird joke I want and everyone will just laugh along with me instead of being like, what are you talking about? Right, it's a very it's understanding a, It's culture. a very understanding place and no one judges anyone here, which is really cool because... Even now, they're like, oh, you won't get judged in this place, and they do judge you anyways. I feel like right. in GSA, it's one of the few places where they can say that you're not being judged, and you actually mean it. Right. Very honest people. Yeah. It's a community of people who all have similar interests and are all collecting for the same reason, which mm -hmm. is just to be happy and to feel safe and secure in their environment. So, yeah, I think it's really important. Uh, anything to add? So, yeah. <laughs> so, second question. Um, I know that it's frustrating to see the GSA club kind of disappear, but who do you think is most affected by the lack of a GSA club here? Do you think it's really actually affecting the LGBTQ plus community, or is it more of a problem that now we have less influence and we have less um, representation of that community at our school. It's, it's less widespread. And to me, that's the big issue, but I want to hear what you guys think is the big deal about not having a sturdy GSA club anymore. I feel like it might be a little bit of both because, I mean, it is good to have representation for, like, everyone else who doesn't understand the LGBT community as much as people who are actually in it or people who have family or friends that are in it. But on the other hand, I also think it's important for the people who are actually in the club to have that safe space for them to go if they, if, you know, if they want to come right. and hang yeah. out. I definitely, um. feel like the, I definitely feel like the representation for DSA at four could have been stronger and we could have stuck together. Because definitely as a group, we kind of formed a family and we did some like fun activities with each other. We created like Scarecrow and everything. But I definitely do feel like our representation has slightly dissipated as well as the group. Because um, I know at the beginning of the school year, we kind of had like the idea where we could do a gender cross bathroom for Bora, but that never really went through because we never stuck with it for semester one or semester two. And now that we kind of don't really have GSA as a group together anymore, we don't really have the fiery passion and representation yeah. to get it out. And that's so frustrating, because those are really important things. Like, as a community, and as, you know, individuals, everyone is going to be different, and everyone has different needs. And so I think something like a gender-neutral bathroom, it, it fits everyone. Like, why can't that mindset be more common? And then it's so frustrating to see. And so, well, not necessarily frustrating, but it's sad to see that no one is representing that cause anymore at our school. Um, Anything to add? I just feel like we've given up 
and like like when during the last week of the semester when I was supposed to be GSA it's like yeah we're gonna we're gonna continue this in 2020 and then first week of school in 2020 nobody came barely anybody came like we don't know what happened and yeah it is a little frustrating and that's all I have to say because I'm awkward <laughs> I think that's pretty universal we're all slightly awkward human beings how to be awkward 101 welcome to this group <laughs> um so kind of getting away from the negative part of this conversation because it's Valentine's Day like come on let's be positive this is love we're talking about. Um, I wanted to, to briefly ask, what defines love in the GSA community? Because I feel like there's got to be a difference between the defining factors of love for um, people who are just heterosexual um, compared to everyone everyone else. I mean, the spectrum goes on and on and on forever. And so there's got to be some variation in there. Um, and so, what do you think, at least for you, you don't have to specify what your identification is, um, but for you, what, what does love mean? That could be friendship, or romance, love or whatever it is. Love means complications. Like, like, when you, like, when you're younger, you're like, oh, you love stuff, and then as you grow older, and then... You get like these feelings. You like people. Like, what's going on? Yeah. What is happening to my body? <laughs> oh my god. Why? Why am I so attracted to this human being? All and, of a oh my sudden? god. Why is she so cute? That's not fair. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I don't really feel that kind of attraction because, well, I don't. I'm arrow ace, meaning I am not. I do not sexually or romantically attracted to anyone. Right. And. uh... Cause, and, like, not only that I don't, the only, excuse me for a moment, not only am I not attracted to people, it's just, like, to me, it just seems complicated, because it's either gonna, A, end up in heartbreak and emotions, or B, end up in marriage, love, family, or C, marriage, but things go wrong and you get divorced. You're just like, no, The ultimate you. mood. <laughs> what a mood. Um... Yeah. I have something to say about that. So, in my opinion, I actually disagree with the statement that um, LGBT love is different than heterosexual love because aside from the gender, it's exactly the same thing. It's feelings. Right. Yeah. And like, I how think... is that any different? Because it's the exact same feelings. It's just for the opposite gender. Like, why does it matter? I Maybe don't... that would have been a better question. And I never mean to offend anyone or like imply that it's a different feeling. Mostly, it's just I want to. Yeah, hear but like, whenever people. people are like, "How is it different?" I'm like the genders that's about that, it that's, it, that's yeah. it yeah and i re- i can recognize that too i guess i misworded the question i would never mean to offend anyone in that way um but yeah i think that's a super great point like can't we just accept that can't it's just we, like anyone else like two people love each other like or, can't we all just accept that we all have the exact same feelings just for a different person exactly yeah that super valid point way more valid than my Slightly underthought question. It was good. I know you meant. Well, my opinion on love is I haven't really felt that kind of feeling mainly because being 
pansexual, I like people based on their personality. So when I fall in love with someone, it's practically their personality that makes them shine like a bright little star in the night sky. So it's practically like they'll be my North Star. Like, but love is really difficult to find. So if you don't have someone, don't feel bad for yourself. Like, you'll find someone eventually. It doesn't mean that you'll get one in high school or in college. But along the way, you'll find someone, you'll have a crush, you'll have your little romance. And you'll build yourself up ready for a relationship. Because I've been through a lot. And trust me, you want to find the right person before you just jump right in and be like, okay. But yeah. yeah. Love is such a complicated thing. And like... We're high schoolers, so obviously we don't have it figured out, but it's, I don't know, I feel like even in this, whatever it's been, 10 minutes that we've been together, it's, I feel like I've learned something about it, so that's kind of cool. Um, and I feel like, in general, the human race could learn a lot from the LGBTQ plus community. Like, there's, there's a lot of inspiring people, there's a lot of beautiful stories but also just the idea that we are all the same in, in our core. We are the same, you know? There's not really that much that separates a homosexual person from a heterosexual person or, you know, any other uh, quote-unquote defining factors that, you know, decide who you are. Uh, Love can be blind, heartbreaking, and can crush your dreams. Can make you think that special someone is your soulmate. Someone can blindly fall head over heels for you. It can be heartbreaking if that person doesn't feel the same about you. Crush your dreams of living your life with your supposed soulmate. Living life like it's a happily ever after, like Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty, when in reality, it's none of those things. Love can be blind, heartbreaking, can crush your dreams faster than a blink. Love can be painful, but love can be beautiful and heal all your wounds. Cambry Souza. <laughs> okay, so could you tell me your name? Cambry Souza. Okay, and um, you are currently single, correct? Yeah. Okay, and is what is it? Yeah. What does it feel like knowing that you may be forever alone? You know, sometimes it hurts, and I sometimes I cry myself to sleep, but I just try to ignore it and just try to live life to the fullest, you know, and not try and dwell on the little things like relationships. And do you ever blame yourself for not putting yourself out there? Um, honestly, no, because I'm a great person, and, you know, the people that aren't dating me are just missing out, and I feel like it's everyone else's problem, and not mine. Okay, and do you have any issues with men? (laughs) No. No, I would say, I would say the men are the issue for the most part. Okay, that was literally what I just asked, oh. but... You said, do you have any issues? Oh, yeah. a big brain. Yeah, men, just in general, are the issue. You don't like men? <laughs> I mean, I do, but, you know, they get on my nerves sometimes. Okay. We walked down the middle of the road, her arm and mine clinging to each other. We wore hoodies and running shorts, snorting at anything and everything. 
We laughed so hard that our eyes filled with tears and streamed down our red cheeks. We spun each other around, holding each other's hand like a lost soulmate. But what is a soulmate, other than the perfect lover for you? Must it be love, or a friendship so full it could burst at any given moment? So full it could become a beacon of existence, the only reason for a smile upon someone's face. Hi guys, welcome back to the Boar Pridecast. My name is Parker Chapman. We're here with Kyle Thomas, Annabelle Lloyd, and we're here to talk about relationships. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so this is our Love Shack episode, which is also our Valentine's Day episode. And when we were doing our stuff and getting ready to go, and they said, oh, we should bring in seniors who are really good at relationships. I immediately thought about you guys. So can you guys tell me how your relationship first got started and kind of what happened and where it's going with now so it's kind of a long story it all started back in junior high and ever since like seventh grade i've seen this cute girl walking around the halls and i was just like i want to get to know that girl mm-hmm. so after three years of that i decided to finally talk to parker and he was like you know what i'll, I'll help you with that so i ended up going to a party one of annabelle's parties was right (laughs) and after trying to say hi to her which didn't go very well we ended up talking to each other over instagram and eventually hanging out a little bit and getting to know each other because kyle was super into lacrosse and so a couple of our friends like carissa and parker and josh they all like decided to like hang out i guess and then they invited me I was like, okay, that's chill. And then Kyle was there. And then Carissa kept asking me questions like, hey, do you know this Kyle kid? And I'm like, this is getting sketchy. But then, like, I don't know. I just got to know him more. And then I fell in love. Wait, you guys started talking over Instagram? I don't think I knew about this. (laughs) It was like, kind of. It was really Carissa, but. Oh, so it was more the mediator and Carissa was sitting in the middle like, huh, I'm getting these two together. Basically, yeah. So like Parker started it. Then after we started going to the, we went to Maple Grove together, or not Maple no, Grove, no, Silver, Silver Sage. Sage. We went to yeah. Silver Sage to hang out a few times. Oh, that's right. And mm-hmm. okay, we would talk over Instagram about it, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's how it started. That's but a lot of it wasn't me directly. It was more like my friends talking uh-huh. to her from my account <laughs> because I was nervous. <laughs> yeah, and then we like flirted over Instagram. And then eventually started, like, actually talking a lot more. Oh, okay. So did it – so so I know I know a lot of the background of this relationship. So did you guys' more flirting start after or before homecoming? Oh. I'd say most of it started after because homecoming is what really showed each other that something was actually going on between us. Oh, so you, yeah. so you guys hung out before homecoming? I can't remember really that well. A few times, but mm-hmm. homecoming kind of really started off like this is actually going to be something. Okay, it kicked it off. Okay. Yeah. So, I want to talk about how you asked Annabelle the homecoming. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Not only because I helped with it, but because I thought it was so cute, and I want to <laughs> do that with someone. But there's a reason I'm not getting interviewed for Love Shack. So. <laughs> So, can you tell us a little bit about that? Okay, so I remember I spent a lot of time talking to Parker about it, and then finally one I, I'm, day I'm here. You can just use 
you or yeah <laughs> okay so finally one day parker was like you know what you should ask her and i was like i, I don't know if i should i don't think she's gonna say yes and he's like she will say yes trust me so <laughs> well it's because you were all like you like came up to me after a football game <laughs> oh, yeah. and you were like so what if kyle asked you to homecoming what would you say and i, I did was that like, yeah i was like well thanks for throwing that i'll be like um let me think about it and then i was just like yeah i'd probably say yes because you know i was like oh he's kind of cute i was like i don't want to but at the same time, I was like, I don't really like you guys, so I couldn't say no, and I really couldn't say yes, so I was just like, sure. Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> I remember that so clearly, because I was like, seriously, he's asking me, like, right now, he just <laughs> wants me to have an answer, like, yes or no. I'm like, I don't know what I would do. He hasn't asked me, but then I think it ended up working out well. Yeah, but I didn't even know about that conversation. No, I didn't know about that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so as homecoming was coming, I was still super nervous because I didn't think she'd say yes. I thought uh -huh. she was way too good for me. And then finally one day you were at my house. I think was Sydney at her, my house? Or? I, th I think it was. I think, I think Sydney was there. Or yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sydney was there at some point. And then finally we just put a poster together. It was a pun based around harry potter yeah and then i memorized a little harry potter song on my saxophone and we walked down to annabelle's house it was just like a block away from where i lived felt like forever <laughs> yeah. i was also out of shape <laughs> <laughs> and parker knocked on the door and i was standing back a little bit and when they opened the door i started playing my saxophone and then so th this was Can like I the add what parker did? yeah yeah, yeah. Parker jumped out from around the corner of my house with this stick and started waving it at me. That was like the first impression I had before I even saw Kyle or Sydney or anyone. No. So I was like, am I being attacked right now? What is happening? And no, I needed, I need, started playing. you, I wasn't supposed to be seen because they were, because you had that little dip in your door. So I thought uh -huh. you wouldn't see me, but <laughs> somehow you, you walk out too far. And so I was just standing, sitting there crouching. <laughs> waving my stick i was like go back go back and you just walked out like oh this is so cute and then and then i was like accio poster but it was too late and you had already seen me so it ruined the surprise i don't are you sure i saw you because i remember being like why is someone waving a stick at me and i didn't even like oh yeah because you looked at me dead in the eyes and i was really oh. i was like oh crap i remember that oh that's funny and i remember the one thing that made me the most nervous was mm -hmm. so first annabelle opened the door and she was standing in her doorway watching and then I remember her sister came up and started watching. Then her dad came up and started watching. <laughs> oh. Then her mom came up and started watching. Then her brother came up and started watching. Then both her parents pulled out their phones. <laughs> and I was still <laughs> just sitting there trying to play the song on my saxophone. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you because it worked out. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. guys went to so you guys went to homecoming together. Yes. Now, do you consider that your first date, or do you consider something beforehand your first date, or even after? Well, we had one incident before that was kind of like a double date, but I don't think we really consider it a double date. I don't think I really considered it a date at the time, mm -hmm. but looking back, I'm like, yeah, that's basically what a date is. <laughs> I hadn't been on a date before, so mm -hmm. yeah, we just like went out to eat with some friends, and it was just basically like a double date. Mm -hmm. But we didn't, I didn't know if you still really liked yeah. me at that point, <laughs> and I, I was really still deciding you. if I liked you. <laughs> And then homecoming yeah. happened. And then we still didn't even consider that our official first date because mm -hmm. our parents were like, you're not allowed to date. You're not 16. <laughs> and so we waited and waited and waited. And then after we had already dated, 
already had our first kiss, then <laughs> then we ended up having our first date at the zoo. So you guys had your first date after your first kiss? Yeah. Like our official like first date. We'd done stuff and hung out before. But, but it wasn't a date because you didn't want to make your parents angry? Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you guys had your first date. You guys went to homecoming together, courted each other, whatever you want to call it, had a bunch of fun <laughs> stuff. That was an old word. But you guys had a great time. And now you guys are seniors in high school. This happened sophomore year. Yep. How do you think, looking back at your friends who didn't have really long-lasting relationships um, in a romantic sense, or relationships really in general, um, how could that be different from what you guys had? Or even a relationship that didn't last too well or didn't go too well, but they may still be together? How do you guys think that your style of relationship works well so i have two things to say about this mm -hmm. one of them you hear it a lot communication is key oh, yeah. like there are so many times when i'll see other people have really rough relationships and i know for a fact that a lot of it's because of communication mm -hmm. so with us anytime something goes wrong we take a time to calm down and we talk about it we figure out what we're both thinking and what we need to change for next time a situation like that comes up okay that, that makes sense that's good advice and then for the second thing i was going to say um, forgot. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, so, so. That's, that's, that's totally okay. That was perfect. Okay, so now one of, one of our final questions before we get into some real juicy stuff. <laughs> With your relationship, do you guys have any tips for guys or girls who don't feel like they can't get a good relationship? Oh, that was weird. Cut that who don't feel like they could get into a good relationship? Um, I'd say for girls, don't don't just like be chasing after every guy that says that they like you mm -hmm. and really like take the time to get to know someone before you decide that you're gonna date them. And especially think about like what the purpose of you being in that relationship is. Like mm -hmm. for me, Kyle has always been my best friend. Like for now what like three years like he is my best friend and I think that if we would have just had like a physical relationship or just a like just a oh I want to be able to call someone my boyfriend a relationship then mm -hmm. it wouldn't have lasted but the fact that we can enjoy each other's company and just be best friends first I think really has benefited us a lot yeah that's, yeah okay another thing I'd add to that is I hear a lot of people around school saying I just want a good relationship where I really feel loved yeah. And one thing that I feel like is a big red flag as to someone that wouldn't give that to you is someone who dates a lot of people. Because mm -hmm. for Annabelle and I, we've each had, we date, we've each dated one other person. And then I, I want to consider like, you're the first one. To date. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in a way, in a way. But anyways, neither one of us has dated a lot of people. And mm -hmm. I feel like that really teaches us to learn to love someone instead of just getting with someone for a week or so and then moving on. Mm-hmm. So you think long-lasting um, friendships build from it. So you, so you think get into the friend zone first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it like reverse, I guess. Don't, yeah, start in the friend zone. Start in the friend zone and then work your way out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now that we're a good distance into this interview, gosh, that was a bad face. What do you guys, what's the, what's the crazy thing that's happened to you guys as a relationship? What was a good story? Um, I mentioned this to Kyle earlier, so we should have been thinking. 
But I mean, Annabelle, come on, you have to have something. You know, I got my craziest couple that I could think of out here. We have a lot of stories. I'm just trying to think of a good one. I feel like one thing that comes up a lot with us that maybe other people don't struggle with Mm -hmm. is it feels like our parents get in the way a lot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So sometimes, like, we want to hang out or do something, but our parents are like, no, you need to stay at home today, or no, you can't hang out that late, or Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So we just have to find a way around it. Well, I have kind of like a crazy story that Kyle might be like, why are you saying this? But, like, um on new year's so our parents never leave us alone basically yeah. is how this works they left us alone for like a couple hours on mm. new year's because like they wanted to go to bed and you know being great teenagers we are the first time that we're left alone what do we decide to do we like watch a show we watch gravity falls then we read a devotional in our bibles like we're not it's i feel like we're just so weird weirdly innocent to, yeah like weird compared to other relationships because yeah. most people would like take advantage of that situation in like a very very bad way oh 100 so and like yeah. we've just, <laughs> we've just like, and yeah so i don't know if that's a good story but so instead of making it out on new year's you guys read the bible yeah well i mean we didn't not kiss <laughs> but we started with the bible oh, okay <laughs> you, got, you guys <laughs> got also, god's lesson first yeah and we also like discussed like our boundaries and yeah. like what we're both okay with and also we didn't go as far as like any other teenager (laughs) well i hope that gets cut um yeah Yeah, you can cut that sorry okay so i'm sorry that just shook me for a second shook you for a second then we didn't we don't go far with it no no what you you said yeah okay so sorry (laughs) i'm sorry ellie Yes, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> so, to wrap it up, do you guys have anything you guys would like to say? Any last stories you'd like to tell? Um, anything? I feel like we should find a fun story. We should find a fun story. I don't think... I don't know what to do. It's a good story. Mm-hmm. Tell, me, tell me about your first date. First date? Yeah. Okay. So, our first date is kind of... I think something that a lot of people wouldn't consider to do for a date. Uh We decided to go get dinner at the Fresh Healthy Cafe, I think it was, downtown. So is that like a vegan place or is it? It's just like organic, I guess. Okay. It's just healthy. It's like instead of like greasy, like fast food, fried food, it's more like sandwiches and like salads and stuff. Oh, so you guys save the messy eating for a later time? Yeah, we we both generally just like to choose healthy places, I guess. And then after that, we went to the zoo and just had had some fun at the zoo for a little bit. And Kyle was really cute, and he (laughs) knew that I love animals, and I really like the petting zoo part where you can feed the animals because they're adorable. And so he specifically brought coins to make sure we could get the food to be able to feed the llamas. And it was really sweet. That's sweet. Yeah, that, like, made my whole day. So what would you guys consider, like, not consider, <coughs> what would you guys tell people if they if they come to you and they say, hey, we want a first date, or we want a date to go on, but we're stumped, or me as a single, I find this super attractive girl, and I'm like, guys, I want to take her on a date, but I don't know what to do. Where would you say to go? 
I'd say find something you both enjoy, mm-hmm. but think about what you would do there. Like, I know a lot of people like to go to the movies, but we've been together for three years now and never gone to the movies together. You never gone to the movies together? No. <laughs> no. I think we just see it as when you're at the movies, you just have to be quiet for two and a half hours. And we mm-hmm. like something where you can talk and get to know each other. Oh, no. We... No, I know you guys have definitely seen movies together at Josh's house. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Parker! We yeah, haven't gone. But we to haven't the gone to no the theaters. We've never been to a theater <clears throat> together. Okay. Like as a date. I mean, yeah. we, when we just like hanging out on a Friday night for fun with no actual <laughs> plans, that's I guess different because we're mm. just at home. So you're saying a place where you can talk? Yes. Okay. A place where you can get to know each other, and a place that you can both have fun. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Thank you guys for coming in. Do you guys have any last remarks you'd like to say? (laughs) Okay, awesome. So thank you guys for coming in. This was Parker. And Kyle. And Annabelle. Have a great day. Thank you. Know of love. Whether it's family love, friendly, or sensual love, you've heard of it. Seen it displayed and paraded in movies and books. Hell, you've seen it around you. It's complex, unknown. For something no one can truly define, something someone is always unsure of, love is everywhere. Displayed on screens like toys and windows. Sold in bulk, packaged in boxes. Perhaps we are wrong, and that's why we use love wrong. Maybe love is somewhere. Love isn't on the TV or in the air. Love is located in your arms, in your eyes. Love is how we speak. Love is here. Hi, I'm Dylan King, and I'm here with, uh, state your name, please. Joshua Imara. Okay, and so I'm interviewing you because we are doing a segment where I interview people who are currently single, and I ask them this question. What does it feel like knowing that you may be forever alone? Uh, honestly, it's, like, kind of swaggy, because it's, like, you know, if I'm alone, like, I got myself, you know, right? And is there anything that you don't like about dating people? Like, are there any particular problems that you have with it? Um, well, like, sometimes, like, people's needs don't match up with yours, so it just gets kind of depressing when you try to, like, please them. So, like, sometimes just, like, don't try, and then that's, like, why I'm single, so... Are there any other reasons why you're single? Maybe it's because you're antisocial? Um, well, I think I'm a pretty social person. That might even be the problem because I have my options open too wide, you know? <laughs> so maybe uh, you should drop your standards by a bit. Um, I think I need to hire my standards. They're pretty low right now, so you know, I just like kind of accept it. I think that they should be lower. Do you agree? Um... Well, considering the people I've tried, you know, like, it's, like, very low, like, really low. So, like, I don't know if I could even go lower than that, if, like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to add before I end this recording? Um, eat grass, sled bass. <laughs> okay, thank you. Since October 7th, the sun has shined a little brighter. Since October 7th, the weight on my shoulders have felt a little lighter. Since October 7th, the journey's been a blast. Since October 7th, you've made me nervous. Since October 7th, you've made me happy again. 
Since October 7th, you've been my voice when I didn't have one. Since October 7th, I've experienced what comfortable vulnerability feels like. Since October 7th, I've felt like I've been floating. Since October 7th, I've been able to share my life with my best friend. For a year, four months, and seven days, I have loved you. Alright, thank you guys for listening to the Bora High School podcast, episode number 23, Love Shack. We will be queuing up some more episodes within the next month, and our next episode will be Dolly by Proxy, our meta story of the podcast. So stay tuned. Thank you guys. <laughs>